Walking Dead is back on our screens, but is this the beginning of the end in more ways than one? We'll talk about that more on today's episode of the Geek Watch Podcast. This is the Geek Watch Podcast with Brian Hatcher and Mandy Petrie. Greetings, Geek Watchers, and welcome to episode 140 of the Geek Watch Podcast. I'm Brian Hatcher, and with me, as always, Geek Watch's own resident geek goddess, Mandy Petrie. Hello, Brian. And so we've got March on its way, and there's some interesting things over the horizon. We've gotten some news on a few things. The one main thing that I've been keeping my eyes open for is that we are due for a new Thor trailer. Oh, uh-huh. And there are many predictions going on. There were some people that thought we were going to get it either today or tomorrow, but it seems like... Everybody's pretty sure that if Marvel sticks with their timetable, that we should see a new Thor trailer on Monday. So this is Love and Thunder, and we're mm-hmm. expecting Natalie Portman to pick up the hammer, and... Well, I mean, she's definitely mm-hmm. picking up the hammer. Mm-hmm. In fact, one of the reasons why people believe that we've got a trailer on the way is we've already gotten some toy releases. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I've been trying to avoid those pictures because I don't want any spoilers at all. <laughs> But I understand there's a new Thor costume, there's a new Jane Foster in her full regalia, yep. and a new name for Valkyrie, which, like I said, I've been trying to avoid a lot of the spoilers and everything because I don't mm-hmm. really want to know, Yep. but there's been some tip-offs. So they're assuming that we're going to see a trailer soon. Mm-hmm. Part of it because after the lackluster reception for Black Widow, they want to make sure that they really promote this film, they want to make sure that they get it out there and people being interested in it Mm -hmm. but with everything going on with Doctor Strange 2 they're afraid it's going to wind up getting overshadowed so yeah are they going to hold off on the trailer I don't know I I wouldn't think that they would because to be honest I mean you want to get up some excitement for this thing going and do you want to wait all the way until after May to put a trailer out for Love and Thunder I don't think so (laughs) you need to get people excited now so But I can understand why they're worried about Doctor Strange 2, how it might kind of steal some of the thunder away from the uh, trailer. Uh, oh. I really tried not to do that pun, but I couldn't help it. I'm like, no, I got to go there. <laughs> but now that they're starting to promote the film, like I said, we'll just keep our eyes open. We may see a trailer here for it soon, and hopefully so. I, it would be like a teaser trailer or something like that. Right. But as we talked about last time, all the speculation with Doctor Strange 2 and the fact that during an interview they asked Patrick Stewart about the trailer and he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Clever. Yeah. Clever. Which, uh, is he lying? Yeah, he right, Captain lying? Picard. I almost want to play that clip when he was giving Wesley all the grief about, you know, <laughs> Starfleet's about telling the truth. <laughs> Do I have a duty to the truth? It's like, well, you know, unless it's uh, for fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have to mention, so we did talk about Star Trek. I have to tell you this little bit of news that I heard. Paramount may have made a huge mistake. What? They just came out and announced there is going to be a new Star Trek movie, Star Trek Four. Oh. Yeah, and they're bringing back all the... Chris Pine. Chris and Pine. And Quinto and yeah. Carl Urban. Yes, mm-hmm. and uh, Zoe Zaldana. No, they're bringing the whole crew back and uh, they're wanting to get started shooting in 2022 toward the end of 2022 because they want to release it in 2023 Mm -hmm. the problem is apparently none of the cast knew anything about this (laughs) um 
there's a possibility that maybe they had been talking to Chris Pine a little bit. Uh-huh. But definitely not Carl Urban or no, Zoe uh, Saldana. No. You know, they're off doing The Boys and Guardians. and <laughs> Apparently, they didn't talk to anybody. <laughs> and maybe you should have had your actors locked down. Mm-hmm. But apparently their agents haven't been contacted about any of this. This whole thing was announced. Surprise. You know, before <laughs> there was any contracts on the table or any kind of negotiations. Simon Pegg hadn't heard anything about that. I mean, nobody. They haven't even got a script written from what I understand. Hmm. They're working on the script. Uh-huh. But then they just came out and just announced that this is going to happen. And, you know, if you know, you are part of this cast and you know they just announced the movie but they haven't talked money, it would certainly be to your advantage to be in a situation where we know you got to make the movie because you announced it to your stockholders. Uh, Let's talk money. It's not like you're not going to make the film and I'm going to talk myself out of a payday. Paramount's ability to negotiate salaries at this point, not very good. Mm -hmm. Again, you know, with the world being as crazy as it is and how important it has been to get content and to get movies made... Some people are just kind of jumping the gun, I guess. So, <laughs> uh, And unfortunately, this one's going to cost Paramount some money, but there you go. <laughs> I did see a little bit of news about Doctor Who, because they did finally make an announcement. We now have a date for the next special, the Sea Devil special, which is going to be Easter. Oh, okay. 17th, I believe, 17th of April. Um, so. I don't know. I know Mardi Gras is March 1st, so 40 days after that. Mm-hmm. I think the Sunday falls on the 17th, I believe. Mm-hmm. Of course, I've been following this because this is going to be the second of the third episodes of the three episodes they're going to be doing, which will be the last of this series before Jodie Whittaker leaves. And I have been following the news about this a little bit, and I find this really strange because I'd seen in the news that, of course, everything with Jodie Whittaker has already been filmed, and her half of the regeneration scene's already been shot, and... Everybody's making a big deal about how she's regenerating outside of the TARDIS. She will not be in the TARDIS control room when she regenerates. Uh, okay. A bunch of news sources have made a big deal out of this because they say this is special because the doctor doesn't regenerate outside of the control room. And I'm like, uh, what? No, that's, yeah, not, that's, that's not exactly true. Right. Tom Baker uh, Tom, yeah, didn't. Exactly. Yeah, he, he, he didn't coming in or going out. Yeah, and uh, um, the movie? In the uh, mo- so Paul he, McGann, yeah. yeah, Paul McGann, uh, and, and Silver, he, and he left. He, he when he <laughs> regenerated into the War Doctor, it was outside. Mm-hmm. It's been more than a few times where this has happened. Mm-hmm. The news is making a huge deal out of this, and wow. I think part of that has to do with this idea that everybody in Doctor Who that's working for Doctor Who at this point, before Bad Wolf takes over that they're all getting kicked to the curb. Uh-huh. I mean, from the actors to camera people to all the set people, mm-hmm. even people doing the music. But, uh, of course, we're we're just waiting for everything to kind of develop there. But we, at least we have a date now. Mm-hmm. We do know it's in April. And so, of course, we'll keep our eyes open for that. But before then, we got March. And, of course, we'll have... Uh, Lots of stuff in March. March yeah. is going to be awesome. Yeah, because Batman's just... It's next week. <laughs> right. <laughs> so... Um, got Batman, Moon Knight. Yeah, Moon uh, Knight, which is the 30th of March. So it's just like squeaking into the, like the last part of March. Mm-hmm. After the Batman, there's going to be a pretty decent amount of time between Batman and Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. So we'll certainly need to fill our time with something. Mm-hmm. I just finished watching the last of the nine episodes of Vox Machina. 
Oh, how is it? I enjoyed it. I will stick with what I said before that Mm -hmm. you'll most likely enjoy it more if you know the background. Mm -hmm. Although Nerdist put out a bunch of videos on the things you may have missed, you know, uh, uh, the Easter eggs for Vox Machina. Mm -hmm. And yeah, there's a ton of them. Okay. Most of the references, since I hadn't watched any of the podcast, Mm -hmm. of course, I wouldn't have caught any of it. But there are a lot of interesting little Easter eggs. And they're not all about the role playing aspect of Mm -hmm. it. There are. There are some interesting little um, Easter eggs, like in one of the shops, which was one of their classic shops where they would go to buy magic items. Yep. There was a pair of unfinished sandals, which are supposed to be a reference to Gary Gygax, the last pair of sandals he started to make before he got started getting rich off of D&D, because he was one of the creators. And this is a real thing. They're in a case. Apparently, they're this relic that have been passed around. And they make an appearance. So it's just like this really odd Easter egg, but it just happens to be in there. Kind of like the hairdryer for Stephen King. He uh, sold his first book and he needed to, he wanted to get something special for his wife. And the only thing he could find was a (laughs) hairdryer. Like I said, I enjoyed it. And they've certainly set up for a season two. Okay. Huge cliffhanger for season two, for sure. Mm Mm-hmm. Which, I, how far have you gotten into it? Just those first two episodes. First I haven't got, epi- got back to it because I was watching Peacemaker. And <laughs> oh, yeah. That tends to uh, take up a lot of your yes. time, for uh-huh. sure. Oh, speaking of Peacemaker, we should congratulate James Gunn, not only for creating this wonderful show, but uh, uh, his engagement. Oh, good for him. So, um, of course, he and his fiance, who played Amelia Harcourt, who was sort of like a background characters and then she winds up getting part of this bigger show right and, and this really deep character all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah so now that, this important now stuff. she's a big star and and james gunn of course needs to lock this down <laughs> 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 i kid i kid they've been dating for a long long time mm-hmm. they, they were due but well she was a star long before then mm-hmm. obviously too but uh, i did want to finish off with a little bit of walking dead since now it's back on our televisions and I know you haven't seen any of it yet. Yep, I didn't even realize that it was back on. That's how how far removed I am from the real world. <laughs> I have the AMC Plus account. Mm-hmm. So I have seen actually the first two episodes. The second episode doesn't air until this Sunday, but I've seen both of them. Mm-hmm. And I won't go into any spoilers because I don't want to wreck it for you. There are some things I want to talk about, and not anything specifically, but... Remembering, of course, where we left off with Maggie, you're starting to see Maggie kind of slip more into Negan territory. <laughs> well, we do get the ending of that in the first episode. The new, well, the second third of the season, I guess, because it's splitting it up into three thirds. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird how that mm-hmm. how that worked out. It's but, a trimester. <laughs> yeah, the, the second trimester. <laughs> but. Here's what I'm a little bit worried about as far as Maggie as a character. This is a reference that I didn't think I would be making, but it's a reference I think that you're going to understand. Do you know how people really got upset with how the Khaleesi was portrayed in the, at last season? Yeah, went crazy like overnight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although it wasn't an overnight, I have the feeling that people might not like what's happening with Maggie's character for similar reasons. Because I think she's becoming the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And especially with when when you see what happens toward the end of the first episode, you're okay. like, okay. Well, I mean, they've been hinting it for a while. 
I mean, obviously, you know, Maggie's been through some stuff. Mm-hmm. Her fields of Fs have been laid barren, mm-hmm. and she doesn't have many to give, and mm-hmm. she's just not. Mm-hmm. And you see, really, toward the end of it, you're like, yeah, she just, just really doesn't care, does she? <laughs> like I said, without going into exactly what the moment is, okay. I'm not saying that it, she's crossed a line that she hasn't crossed before, but she's demonstrated to all of us that she's willing to not necessarily be a good guy. Mm-hmm. that her issues with Negan might be the pot calling the kettle black. Mm-hmm. She kind of went old school Negan. Mm. With the first episode, we get a flash forward. We see how Maggie's situation is going to put a wedge between her and other people mm-hmm. to a point where there might be a fight involved. Wow. So it's a situation that, especially as it's starting to develop with the Commonwealth and you're starting to see things with the Commonwealth and going a little bit into this, the second episode, you really do see that one of the problems with Commonwealth is a lot of the messed up stuff about society, especially with classes and all of that and how some people have privileges that other people don't, was one of the biggest things that the Commonwealth has been able to preserve from the old world. The situation that we find ourselves in that we see is starting to develop and they basically, with a flash forward, hinted to. It's going to be rather difficult to say, okay, who's the bad guy in this situation? But at the same time, they've already shown that Maggie's kind of messed up. And she's willing to do messed up stuff. I don't really have a problem in storytelling when somebody who's been a good character, if they cross a line somewhere and it changes them. I feel like with these first two episodes that Maggie is being developed basically the bad person in all of this. Mm -hmm. Or at least one of the main bad people. Okay. She's been a part of the show for the majority of the show's existence. Mm -hmm. And I think that for the same reason why, you know, when Khaleesi had her heel turn, if I can use a wrestling. um, Go from the face to the heel. Yeah, when she had that heel turn after all this time that you've spent investing emotionally in that character and then suddenly she's the bad guy and you're not allowed to like her anymore. (laughs) I feel like that's what they're doing with Maggie. and. I'm not saying that that couldn't work, but I'm worried about how that's going to affect that character. If this is going to be basically a fall, just like the Khaleesi at the Mm -hmm. end. Of course, you're a big fan of the show. Mm -hmm. I mean, how did you feel about it when she basically became that villain? Just that it happened too quickly. Mm -hmm. If we had a little bit more buildup up until these last few episodes, she always had a level head. She always, no matter, even if she did decide to kill off a bunch of people, she had a reason for it, and she never did it out of anger. Now she's so worried about this one thing that she was willing to throw it all away for that one thing. So. Mm -hmm. You're mostly caught up with Walking Dead, except for, of course, the start of this season. Mm-hmm. I mean, how how do you feel about this thought that maybe Maggie is going down the same road, that she's becoming a villain in a real sense? Like I said, mm-hmm. without knowing a whole lot of details about it, but the last season, we'll say the first trimester, <laughs> um, there were some hints about Maggie and her character, mm-hmm. of course, a lot of her interactions with Negan, Yes, mm-hmm. that you could see that her heart had hardened in a, in a huge way. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, how does that, as a heel turn, do you, I mean, do you well, feel like maybe... Everything that we we know about this reason and, and why why she's the way she is now has happened off screen. We've mm-hmm. heard her tell stories. 
you know, this happened, so I had to do this, and I had to become this way, and traveled with these people, and we did this. So not getting to share that, like in the Star Wars prequels, we got to hear about how Anakin and Obi-Wan were best friends. We didn't get to see it. It all happens off screen, and it's very Greek. All the action happens off stage, and then, then we hear about it. And so not getting able to share that is, I think, real detriment to us as the audience. If we had gone on that journey with her, we would be able to empathize a bit more. You know, yeah. it doesn't feel that way right now. Yeah, you, that's a very good point. And like you say, if we had seen it mm-hmm. and we had gone down that road with her, then perhaps we would be more sympathetic. We would understand it more. But the fact that we didn't and we're asked to just accept that this is mm-hmm. the way that it is. Like we watched Rick shoot a guy in the back who was running away from him. He said, we can't go back, Bob, because he knows where he was. You know, we saw that. We were with him when there were cannibals going to uh, kill them and eat them. We saw that. We know why he's doing what he's doing now. And then with Maggie, we just get to hear about it. That's mm-hmm. a very good point. Because of that, I just I just hope that as a character, Maggie doesn't get shortchanged. Mm-hmm. But I guess we'll find out. We shall see. And so with that said, we come to the end of episode 140. Thank you for listening and tune in next time for the latest in geek news and views with the Geek Watch podcast. For Mandy Petrie, this is Brian Hatcher. Reminding all the geek watchers out there, we're all geeky about something. Be proud of yours. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Geek Watch podcast. If you enjoyed this program, don't forget to like and subscribe on your preferred platform and share this podcast on your social media. For links to all the ways you can listen to the Geek Watch podcast, as well as leave comments and suggestions, visit our website at geekwatch.net. The Geek Watch Podcast is a Hanging J production.